Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Mm, sometimes it feels like rain, doesn't it? Like last night. I don't know if you guys saw the winds were blowing and I think it rained or it rained a little, but it was, it was trying to rain. I don't know if anybody felt any rain, but for sure we have had rain this week. And this morning I woke up and there was no rain. And it felt good. The sun had come out and I felt even better. Did you? When you got up this morning and you noticed the sun was out, didn't it feel good in your body? Yeah. And in that moment, it went from good to great because we're all here together. Now, everyone has feelings. Even when we were born, you know, we're a baby. We, we came out, and however way we started, we started crying. Now, some of us got a little spank on our hand, hiney. That's the way they did it. I don't think they do it now because they would call it child abuse. <laughs> and some just come out, and they just, I won't do it on, in the mic and have your ear hurting, but you know what I mean. And that is a feeling that is coming out because the baby is trying to tell us something. Hey, hey, I have arrived. Look at me. And the only emotion they know in the beginning is to cry. They cry until they're fed. They cry until they're changed. You might have to have them eat and do whatever they do. <laughs> I had this thought. Ah, oh, poop. Okay, and, and they cry and then we, we are able to meet their need. And the need is the need for love. The need is the need to be noticed and appreciated. We have this throughout our lives, and we discover more feelings and emotions as we get older. Feelings are okay. Feelings are okay. Now, why are feelings important to us? Well, feelings, they inform our thinking. Feelings have us be in touch with what we are experiencing. Feelings inform our body, what is going on inside. And no one else can feel our feelings but us. So let's explore feelings informing our thinking. Now in the Revealing Word, our, our book of metaphysical terms, which means looking beyond the physical, Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, said this about feelings. He said, a feeling is external to thought. Behind every feeling or emotion, there lies thought, which is its direct cause. So let's broaden what he talks about, in the, and I'm going to metaphysically interpret it a little bit deeper when he says feelings is external to thought. We can actually look at our senses, what we see, what we, what we feel or touch, what we hear, what we smell, and what we taste. 
So if you think about one of those five senses, just think about anyone that comes up. L let me just throw out taste. So we put something in our mouth, and we really, really like it. We have the sensation of a, a good feeling, actually, that comes over us. And it can happen before we actually put it in our mouth. We start thinking about it. A little taste buds start watering. And we just can't stop thinking about it. Kind of like you're thinking about all the goodies that are outside in the, um, out in the lobby. Yeah, they're waiting for you. Or those of you on Love Streaming Land, you're thinking about what's in the refrigerator. You know? Like, I, I would go to the refrigerator and just look in. I'll close it. Okay. And then I'll go back about an hour later, and i look. I've already anticipated what's there. Is it sushi? Mmm. Is it cauliflower? Mmm. You know, all those good, yummy things we like to eat. Then, when we notice those five senses, we can notice that what is behind every feeling or emotion is based on what we're thinking. Like, I'm thinking about the sushi I ate. I finished it off last night, three days in a row. Yes! Now, in the old classic book, Unity book called what Are You? that was published in 1929. Author Amelia Shanklin wrote this. She said, mind is the source of your feeling. Everything originates in mind. Feeling is a mental reaction of things realized and unrealized. So we have feelings that we actually realize that they're there and many more that we don't realize, many more that we don't necessarily connect with because we're not connecting with our feelings. This actually speaks to our third basic unity principle, and I'm going to say it in a nice short way. Thoughts held in mind produce after their own kind. Thoughts held in mind produce after their own kind. But what do we do with the feelings when they happen? Often, we don't want to feel at all. We cover them up. And why do we cover them up? Sometimes we cover them up because it is something we learned to do. There's something we were taught to not feel our feelings. Let me give you an example. When I was a little girl, I was riding my bike, and I fell, fell off, and I skinned my knee really bad. And my grandmother, who was the matriarch of our family, she said to me, stop that crying. Little girls don't cry. Now, maybe some of you know what I mean. And I looked up at her with the tears running down, and instantly they stopped. And that's when I started learning how not to feel, or to squash them anyways. And, you know, what would we get? What would I get? She'd give me a lollipop, or she'd give me an ice cream cone, or an ice cream sandwich. And there went the feelings. Off with the sugar. Off with the carbs. 
And many of us learn these ways of being. But we, we can expand it and look underneath that. Why did my grandmother, why did some of our family members tell us, tell us that it was not okay for boys to cry, not okay for girls to cry? And for me, what I really connect with is it goes way back, hundreds of years, to when people were enslaved in this United States of America. And it wasn't looked good upon for a kid to cry or an adult to cry if they were, you know, being forced into some servitude. Suck it up. And I believe, for me anyway, that it was this generational thing of really trying to provide safety and security for children, for adults, so that we would do it without all of what comes when we do feel. And I'm sure that happened with Jewish people in the Holocaust. I'm sure it happened with Native American people. It happened to many people. I think it probably happened with most of us that we were told, suck it up, buttercup. Well, they might not have said buttercup. But our, in our third unity basic principles, and it says that thoughts and, and mind produce after their own kind, we, we, we get to look at, well, what else is there? What else is there that had us not feeling? Uh, raise your hand if you've not felt your feelings before. Just kind of raise your hand. I want to get a consensus here. Yeah, right? So at some point in our life, we have squashed them. And I want you to know that it's, it's okay to feel. It's okay because in our feeling, we're able to connect with our own body, but also connect with others. And when we don't feel, then we get disassociated from those feelings. I was real good at it. And I learned that I really wanted to feel. I really wanted to experience these things that I didn't know I wanted to experience. Now, author Mark Nepo, he said in a, a book called The Endless Practice that avoiding our feelings can be deadly. Now, I want you to know that the dead, death is not necessarily a physical death, but a death inside. Like a dead woman walking, and I'm talking about myself. Walking around without feeling feelings it's just like that, like having an empty hole. You know what I mean? Having an empty hole and just walking around existing, but not really experiencing. That when we heal those wounds that are created from not, not feeling, then we're able to experience the plethora of emotions and feelings that are running through our body. And it takes practice. When we don't feel, we actually don't care. We don't care about others. And I sometimes wonder when these heinous things happen where mm, people are shooting people and, and whatnot, I wonder, are they a dead person walking? Have they learned not to feel? That it makes it easy to hurt people. 
But have you ever heard the notion of hurt people hurt people? Mm, mm, mm. But when we learn how to heal those broken places inside of our body, we're able to actually feel the feelings and then let them radiate out from us, like you felt this morning. Mark Nepo asked two questions. He said, how do you understand, how do we understand what we feel and what does it mean? Do we lean in further, even if we don't understand, and start to deepen our relationship with what moves through us? What we feel moves through us. Now, he talked about understanding, and understanding is our spiritual power of the month. It's represented by the color gold and the disciple Thomas. And Charles Fillmore says this. He said that understanding is supreme knowing and that there's two ways of getting understanding. One is by following the guidance of spirit that dwells within and the other is by going blindly ahead and learning by hard experience. Mm-mm-mm. Now, how many of us, oh, y'all laughing out there, huh? A lot of us have uh, learned through hard experience. My mother used to say, it, uh, um, what was that one? The one about the britches. Um, yes, hard hand makes us soft behind, so your britches might... Yeah, you might have to put some pads on them or something like that. And the location of, of understanding is, is right here in the front of our brain, which is informing our thinking. Now, e- English naturalist Charles Dar- Darwin wrote in the 1800s, about mid-1800s, he said, we have emotions for survival and adaptation. Anger is there for fight or flight, he said. Fear is there for survival. So how do we adapt and survive? The enslaved people in the United States, not feeling emotions, perhaps, allowed them the ability to survive. Allowed them the ability to adapt. And now we can let that go. Any of us who have felt enslaved in our own body. You see, enslavement doesn't have to be just what has happened in in our example of people who have been enslaved, but we have often been enslaved in our own body because we don't feel. It's like being trapped in an existence that is hollow. And when we want to have a deeper experience with the divine, we want to feel our feelings because we feel the spirit when we feel our feelings. And it feels good, doesn't it? You know, there was some football players from Florida and a guy named Travis on, on the football team. They had gone to a middle school to visit a school. You know, and the coach said, go out and say hi to the young folks. And Travis noticed this boy that was sitting alone. And he went, he purchased a couple of pieces of pizza and went over and said, hey, can I sit with you? 
The boy said, yeah, sure. And he sat down and ate with him. And I'm guessing that Travis felt really good doing that, but I'm guessing the boy also felt good because why was he sitting alone? Now, I'm not going to tell you why until next week, but so that way you can come back. <laughs> but let's make up some stuff. Was he sitting alone because he had been bullied? Was he sitting alone because he just felt like sitting alone by himself? Was he sitting alone because he was being with his own emotions from some bad grade he got earlier? I mean, it's so many things, right, that someone could be sitting alone for. But if we look at maybe he was sad and he was sitting alone because he was sad, doesn't that, you feel that, right? Like, someone not feeling mm, good enough or accepted or something like that and then he was just sitting there trying not to feel but when we are able to feel our emotions we get to see the sunlight of the spirit and in the book of Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 25 they're, they're coming off you know being told bad things can happen to you. And the only way that you can be with spirit is, is by the following things. It says, by contrast, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Because you see, there is a Spirit that is right here. The Spirit that is present, flowing in through and as us. And some call it God. Some call it good. Some call it whatever we want to call it. And it's okay. If our feelings are connected with God and our feelings are connected with spirit, why, why don't we want to feel them? Feelings are okay. And why do we want to feel our feelings? It is because, um, oh, well, ways to feel our feelings is like this. That we notice a feeling when it's coming up. That we stay present in the moment that we allow ourselves to feel and experience the feelings. Like we just notice. You, you'll notice when you leave here today. You, you'll go and you'll drive by somebody or they'll speed by you and you'll have a feeling. Just <laughs> allow yourself to feel it and, and, and to identify it. Like, uh-oh, what am I feeling? Am I feeling fear? They're going too fast. Am I feeling fear? Oh, my goodness. And just be with it. Or when we see someone we love, like I was thinking about my dog in the bed with a coastal this morning. And I thought, oh, how loving is that? Get out of my bed, you know? <laughs> and she comes up. She's a mini poodle mix. She's a mixed breed. And, and she doesn't know it. She's just being a four-legged dog, you know, seeking love. Give me love or take me outside so I can go do my thing. Feelings are okay because we're feeling the spirit 
feel the spirit. Think about this. The feeling of sadness. And we cry. The feeling after laughter. Laughing so hard, our stomach hurts. You ever felt that good? Feeling the feelings when someone says, I love you. Like genuinely, you know it, right? Because if they're being fake or phony, you're just looking at them like, yeah, right. But the feeling of love, because that's what we do, right? The feeling when we perform a random act of kindness, the feeling of when someone gets you, like a BFF, you know, best friend, best friend forever, like those ones who will tell us about ourselves when nobody else will. And they say, um, um, I, I just want to, can I just suggest? <laughs> or they'll just say, hey, look, that's not the way to be. That's not very loving or kind. And only our BFF will really get us and tell us about ourselves, yes? That is the feelings that I'm talking about, or the feeling of total relaxation, like what happens when we practice meditation, or the feeling of cuddling a pet. Yeah? Looking at a butterfly, looking at a hummingbird, all of these emote feelings from us. The feeling when you make a home, a new home, that place that you know is where love is, yes? The feeling of the home we have here in this spiritual community. The feeling that me and Akos will feel since we've been here. We feel the love, and it feels good. Mm. Yes. And our affirmation for today will assist us with feeling. I'm going to read it once and then invite you to read it with me. I am opening my heart to experience my feelings with love, peace, and joy. Together, I am opening my heart to experience my feelings with love, peace, and joy. Again, I am opening my heart to experience my feelings with love, peace, and joy. So let's take that in. Take in the feeling of love. Take in the feeling of peace and relaxation in this moment. Take in the feeling of joy when we have that deep belly laugh that has us just burst out laughing. Just feel that. And open your eyes. And say this affirmation one more time because our heart depends on it and everyone else on this planet. Together, I am opening my heart to experience my feelings with love, peace, and joy. And so it is. Mm. It is all up to us. And amen.